everybody and welcome back to the Mosaic Campus Church Podcast. We are so, so, so happy that you're joining us here today. Uh, today's talk is continuing from our Sunday evening talks called, Can We Talk? How many times can you say talk within one sentence? Uh, but we've been doing just this awesome series that's based on questions that young adults, a part of our Mosaic community, our Mosaic family have submitted. Um, questions that are kind of based around Um, Just the tensions that we often feel uh, of how Christianity or our faith in Jesus often collides with culture. Um, And that can be very messy sometimes. It can be filled with tension and things that we have a hard time wrestling with. So we wanted to provide a space for us to have a chat about this. And so we're doing this on Sunday nights. And um, you've heard a few of the talks so far. Uh, We talked about um, how do we hear God's voice, which was an awesome, awesome chat. And then we talked about uh, why is the Bible so contradictory, and so that both of those are uploaded on our podcast. And this one here uh, today, which is um, from this past Sunday's talk, um, is talking about uh, or answering the question, should faith be measured? And you might be thinking, ah, that's a bit of an answer, uh, easy question. You know, we hear people all the time measuring their faith, um, but it's actually a very hard question because um, honestly, it's led to a lot of damage, um, which we'll talk about in this uh, podcast about um, measuring faith. It's led to a lot of like hurt and pain um, caused by people. And so we're having a conversation. Should we measure faith? How do we measure faith? What does that look like? And it's all based around the passage in Matthew 17 um, that looks at faith the size of a mustard seed. So hope you enjoy. As always, if you have any comments, questions, feel free to reach out. We're always here through Instagram, Facebook. You can email us mosaiccampuschurch at gmail.com as well. And then um, come back on Thursday morning. We'll have another post uh, that's continuing our Real Talk series that's exclusive to this podcast channel. And right now we're looking at, um, we're journeying through five or six passages that um, look look at um, uh, scripture that talks about same-sex attraction. And uh, we've posted two of those already. And so this week we're posting one uh, focusing on Romans 1. So come back, check that one out as well. We'd love to hear from you, as always. Um, if you haven't been joining us on Sunday nights, we're meeting at St. Augustine's. Uh, we'll be there for the next couple of weeks. And then July and August, we got some awesome, fun things planned that we would love for you to be a part of that are um, designed to get us connected again with this reopening plan and all that. So stay tuned to our social media for that, or you can reach out and let us know uh, any questions that you have. Hope you enjoy. Have a great week, and we'll see you soon. And tonight, we're looking at the topic called, Should Faith Be Measured? And again, these are all questions that you guys have had that we're working through. And there's many more, and we'll probably pick up this series again and work through those. But should faith be measured? You might be thinking, Steve, that's, a, that's an easy question. Like, throw me something harder here. Like, seriously, should faith be measured? But if you think... Stop and think about it for a second. That's actually a bit of a hard question to really think about. And there's actually been a whole lot of damage done based on the fact that people have measured faith in Jesus. So, for instance, um, sometimes in life we can make mistakes. A lot of, sometimes we um, maybe do things that we shouldn't have done, done something wrong, and a lot of times in experiences in churches, we could maybe gossip about what that other person's done and say, well, their relationship with God is not very good now, is it? Have you ever kind of, 
you know, maybe not as that sarcastic, but these kind of pressures of, wow, that person has really strong faith, then I have a horrible faith, you know, because I did this yesterday. And so it does a lot of damage in terms of comparison of, wow, that person must have a really deep relationship with Jesus, but I don't. It makes you feel really wrong and defeated. The other way that this is really hard and damaging is in terms of like praying for healings, asking God to heal a sickness in a family member or in your own life. And a lot of times some people say, well, you you just didn't have enough faith. You know, you didn't have enough faith. You didn't pray hard enough. You didn't have enough faith in that prayer. That's why that person didn't get healed. And that doesn't make you feel good at all. So this can faith be measured question is actually really important because it's done quite a bit of damage in terms of church circles. And so we're going to chat about it, and hopefully we can give you an answer. We're going to look at a passage in the Bible in the book called Matthew. So if you have a Bible, you can turn to it with me or a Bible app. Um, Matthew is what's known as a gospel, which is a part of a four-book series called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which are four Gospels, and they each give their own unique perspective of Jesus' life here on earth. And Matthew is a great one, um, and Matthew's unique perspective gives this amazing kind of interaction between Jesus and the disciples that is really going to help us with this should faith be measured question. And the person who asked the question brought up this passage about faith the size of a mustard seed. And some of you, you've heard this before. So Matthew chapter 17 we're reading verse 20, 14 to 20. It says, At the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. And Jesus said, You faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. That's intense. Then Jesus rebuked the demon and the boy, and it left him. From that moment, the boy was well. Afterward, the disciples asked Jesus privately, Why couldn't we cast out that demon like you did? You don't have enough faith, Jesus said to them. Sorry. I tell you the truth. If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, Move from here and to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. So Jesus has gone up to this mountain with three of the disciples, Peter, James, and John. And he's coming back down from it. And when he gets down to the bottom of the mountain, this man approaches him and says, Hey, my boy, he's really sick. He has seizures and often causes a lot of harm to him. Can you please help him? I brought him to your disciples. They couldn't help him. Is there anything that you can do? And Jesus, in this like very... Like, I don't know, it, it's just a really sucky response. He says, you faithless and corrupt people. That's so harsh to think about from Jesus. <laughs> you faithless and corrupt people, how much longer should I have to put up with you? He says, bring the boy here to me. I think Jesus' response is not necessarily out of anger. I don't think he's trying to kind of belittle these people. But I think he's just extremely deflated. Because we read about in, a, in chapter 10 in, Ma, in the book of Mark, or Matthew, sorry, where he looks at his disciples, these people who followed him so closely, and he says to them, hey, now I'm sending you out. 
I'm giving you all the power that I have to go and do miracles, healings, teachings, all of this. So you go and do this alongside of me. And at this point, the disciples, they've been approached by this man to heal his boy, and they cannot do it. And Jesus just has this moment of, oh, like, I, like I, I thought for sure they could do this alongside of me. And he says, bring the boy here to me. So the father brings his son to him, and he heals him. And the boy is healed for the rest of his life. And the disciples that are there, the three that were up on the mountain are just looking at the rest of them are like, ooh, you know, I'm glad I was up on the mountain. I'm glad I wasn't asked by this man. You know, you guys are in some hot water here. And the disciples look at Jesus, scratching their head like, why couldn't we do this? You gave us the same power. You gave us the same opportunity. We've seen you do this a hundred times. Why couldn't we do this? And Jesus looks at them and says, you didn't have enough faith. If you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could move this mountain behind me. Nothing would be impossible to you. What's awkward about this faith is could, should faith be measured conversation is Jesus puts a measurement on faith. He says, you do not have or you did not have enough faith here. That was the issue. That's why you couldn't do it. You didn't have enough faith. And so he puts this measurement on it. Now here's the thing. I think the faith that Jesus is referring to is not necessarily their belief in him, but their confidence of what they could do because of him. Let me explain. So these disciples are approached by this man, hey, can you heal my son? This is the first time probably in many times where they've been approached to kind of make this healing happen, and Jesus isn't with them. Jesus is up on this mountain, so they're, they're on their own, basically. And I think in that moment, they had some doubts. They've seen Jesus do this. They've probably done it themselves a few times. But in this moment, I think they thought, oh, Jesus is not with us. I don't know if we can actually do this. And they had a moment of questioning, a moment of doubting. And because of that, it caused them not to be able to heal this boy. They still believed in Jesus. They still knew Jesus existed and who he is and what he, what he will do and all these things. But they had a moment of doubt in the confidence of what he could do through them. So their faith, I don't think it's necessarily Jesus saying, hey, you don't have enough faith in me. I don't think you have enough faith in what I can do through you. So there's a difference there. I think faith can be measured, yes, in one sense, but no in the other. In terms of us believing in who Jesus is, I don't think that's measured. I don't think someone's belief in who Jesus is is stronger than anyone else. I think you get to know who Jesus is and you say, yeah, I believe in him. I believe in what he's done. And yes, I, I've committed to follow him. But our confidence in what he can do, that's something that grows. That's something that has a measurement. Where the more experience we have in a relationship with Jesus, the more times we experience where he has been faithful in our lives, the more confident we are in what he can do through us and for us. Does that make sense? So my relationship with Rebecca, which started when we were in university. Obviously, when I met Rebecca, I believed she existed. 
Like she was a human that I interacted with. She was there. That's a relationship. That's something that I knew that's not measured. It's, yes, Rebecca's there. I believe it. But as a couple, the more we went on dates to Menchie's, yeah, that was our favorite spot. Cotton candy, not cotton candy, uh, cookie dough. Best Menchie's yogurt ever. It's not even cookie dough. Cake batter, there you go. That's the one, Steve. The more dates we went on, the more times we went driving in a car, the more movies we went to, the more conversations we had, the more our trust in each other grew. The more our confidence in our, each other would grow. There would be less doubt that, oh, like she's not going to pull through here, or more like, oh, Steve's not going to pull through here. The more and more our relationship continued, always believing that Rebecca existed, the more and more we interacted, the more and more we got to know each other, the more and more our trust, our confidence in each other grew and grew. Jesus is very similar. Where we believe, we come to a point where we believe he's, he's real, he existed. He did what he did that we read in the Bible. The more and more we journey with him, the more and more we ask questions, the more and more we have conversations, the more and more experiences we have with him, the more and more times that he shows up in our lives, the more and more times that he does heal confidence in him grows, and that can be measured. Does that make sense? The thing I want you to remember is that it's okay to doubt. Because our confidence in Jesus is something that is measured, that grows, it's okay for us to have moments of doubt, of questioning, of wondering, God, are you actually going to show up here? Me and Rebecca, we had two miscarriages last year. And there were so many moments in that, I was like, God, where are you even? God, are you going to help us through this? I don't know. (laughs) The whole time, believing in who he is, that he's real. But having these moments of, I don't know, is he going to show up? It's okay to have those. So if you're in the room, and that's the space that you're in, I want you to know that if you have faith in Jesus, but you have these moments where you're questioning, that's just your confidence in him growing. And just because you have a moment of questioning, it doesn't mean that your faith is completely wiped away. No, you can still believe in him, and he will still believe in you. He's still there for you. The whole time that you're having these moments of, ah, I don't know, God. Are you going to help me find this job? Are you going to help me figure out what I'm supposed to do with my life? Are you going to help me find this next relationship that I'm looking for? So if you're in that moment, it's okay to be there. But here's the thing. In those moments, it's so important to pray about it. Be honest with God saying, hey, God, this is how I'm feeling, and I need your help. But it's also important to chat about it with someone. Don't do it alone. Say, hey, I'm having these questions. There's so many times I went to Rebecca and said, man, I'm not good with God right now. I am not confident he's going to help us get through this. And there were so many times where she said, yes, he's going to be faithful. He's going to help us get through this. So pray about it and make sure you chat about it with someone. But no, just because you're in this moment of questioning, you're having these moments of doubt, it doesn't wipe away that relationship that you have with them. Because that's not something that's measured. 